1: Hey, this is Mark Cuban, and you're listening to the Step Back, the best Mavs podcast ever. TK. I like this TK. I like that. Yeah, it's the Mavericks, all up by action. Don't do no acting, no Samuel Jackson. get the ball, you know that it's magic. Post move deadly. Yeah, it get tragic. Look with the ball. Yeah, it get nasty. He'll drop thirty. Don't gotta ask him. Look at with the step back thirty. Oh! Boy Chris Stab, looking like Nash in the gap. They just wanna ring, want still coming with the
2: How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and DallasBasketball.com colleague Matt Galatson. Matt, how you doing tonight?
0: It's been a week. It's been a week, but I'm excited that the NBA is back for the mavericks tomorrow so uh yes. that brightens up a little bit i haven't had like a bad week i've just had like a oh my god i want this week to be over week because i'm moving well this you're, weekend, you're so. in.
2: so i was about to say you're in the process of moving and that is that that's never fun i can't i can't imagine especially during the middle of the week <laughs> probably trying to do work stuff as well, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know the like you said, Mavs basketball. It's not officially, but like the real games start next week, uh, or next weekend. But they play the Lakers tomorrow night on NBA TV, six o'clock, and then they play the Pacers Sunday at three. That one's also on NBA TV, and then they'll play the Sixers on Tuesday, uh, at seven thirty that one will be on Fox Sports Southwest, all of these Mavs scrimmage games, uh, if, if you don't have NBA TV, or if you're, if you're not local and don't have Fox Sports Southwest, you can stream all of these on Mavs.com too, but yeah, it's exciting, uh, you know, this is, earlier today, you know, I was at work, but, you know, we had a, there was about a 30 to 40 minute uh, time frame where we didn't have much going on, and I saw everybody talking about, uh, the Denver Nuggets and the Washington Wizards scrimmage, so I tuned into that for a little bit, and I was like, this is really, this is really fun, I mean, it's different, there's no fans, it kind of gave me a, like a, like a summer league vibe, but, and I tweeted about this earlier, it was like summer league, but it's summer league with all the, the real players, so I mean, it's pretty cool, uh, I enjoyed it. I know it's it's going to be even better once we get to the uh, the actual games next week. But uh, I'm just I'm excited. Mavs basketball is back tomorrow. Uh, the the scrimmages for everybody started today, and I was I was really glad to uh, finally see guys dribbling a basketball again. It's been a long, long, long time. But uh, speaking of that uh, <laughs> that Denver game. Matt, I know you wanted him. I really wanted the Mavs to draft him, but Bo he is he is a unicorn in his own right, just like KP. Uh, there are some uh, definitely some injury concerns with him going into the draft, but I thought it was just you know ridiculous that he fell all the way to number forty-four, and. The Mavs had the 37th pick, and they didn't have a first-round pick last year, but they had the 37th pick in the second round. And I just kept thinking, you know, that kind of talent for a guy, for what he can do, if he falls to number 37, I think that the, the upside would severely outweigh the risk at that point for a second-round pick. But – the Mavs, they decided to trade down to number 45, and, of course, Bulbo ends up getting drafted number 44 to the Nuggets. And, oh, my gosh, he looked amazing today. I mean, again, it's a scrimmage, and it's against the Wizards, but the dude was running the point guard out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's running point guard, blocking shots, hitting threes. I think he had uh, 16 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 blocks in, like, very limited minutes. I mean... The dude looked like a monster, and I just—I'm so sad that the Mavs didn't decide to use that second-round pick on him. Well, that.
0: they're bad at drafting, um, and this is overall. This yes. isn't just a like. This isn't just me being like sore about it or whatever. There's history of them being bad at drafting, like dating just all the way back to the beginning. Um, now, what really doesn't make sense to me is so. If they're willing to trade a bunch of stuff for, you know, and and picks for a guy who you don't know how good he's going to be when he gets back from injury, like KP, what's holding you back from just using a second round pick in a meaningless draft for drafting a guy with, you know, the type of talent that Bull Bull has? And, I mean, there's literally zero risk. And they picked Isaiah Roby instead, who. Okay, so far, great, whatever. he hasn't done anything. I don't have anything against him, but I would have rather had bull yeah. Bull.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean 20 is twenty twenty, but when you when you look at what they did, you know they they traded. Detroit wanted a, a certain player, so the the Mavs they traded back to the forty fifth pick, and they took Isaiah Roby. And you know they they tried to hype Roby, uh, which you know I kind of I knew he wouldn't be a, a game changer, but you know I kind of bought into the hype a little bit just from what I had, had seen, you know, watching highlights and stuff. But uh, yeah, in hindsight, that was that was just a blunder because uh, Roby he ended up being traded uh, to Oklahoma City for I think I think it was Justin Patton. And then the Mavs just ended up waving Patton. So, yeah, that was just a wash. And they could have ended up with a really intriguing prospect. They could have had potentially two unicorns on the same team to pair with Luca. Uh, yeah, who would want that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: We won't take the um, guy who was super high, highly rated out of out of high school, and and I mean has all the talent. And in the I mean, world.
2: look. And I mean, look, but Bo- Bobo, he might end up having some really, you know, significant injury issues in his NBA career later down the line. But again, when you consider what happened with what the Mavs did, you know, I I just don't think. I mean, it would have been worth it to spend that second round pick on him and and take that risk, considering what has happened. You wanna uh, you wanna know how what much? They
0: did. You wanna know how much of a Impact Isaiah Roby had on me. I forgot they traded him. <laughs> like that, that's I'm sure. That's how bad this I'm is. I'm sure
2: that's. I'm sure that's how a lot of people were. To be honest, I mean, I just have. I there's certain play, and you know. Uh, uh, Josh Reeves. I'm still holding on to hope there. He's he's not going to get any significant playing time until at least. You know, some point next year, if he improves a lot over the the off season, and uh, but still, I mean, I, there's there certain guys that I attach myself to. I didn't necessarily do that with Roby. I did have some hope for him, but yeah, that was a that was a complete miss on the Mavs part. But hey, they they have another chance to do something this year. They're gonna have a pretty good mid first round pick. And then they're gonna have the number one pick in the second round. But yeah, yeah, it was uh it was real it was bittersweet seeing Bulbo do what he did today because, you know, I, I knew he had the potential to perform like that, but I just really wish he was doing it for the Mavs. Like I could, if 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 him and KP were on the same team and both were healthy and could stay healthy, nobody would score at the rim. I feel like it would just be stifling. But anyway, so we're we're gonna move on from that. We're not gonna, uh, you know, mourn that too much. But uh, Matt, a couple of notes before we move on to our next topic. Uh, all of the Mavs or all of the Mavs' bubble roster, at least. Uh, they're all there now. Trey Burke, he arrived today, I believe. Rick Carlisle said he's got to quarantine for uh, 48 hours, and then he'll be able to practice. So Burke has arrived there. MKG, he got there uh, a couple days ago. Uh, so all the Mavs are there. They're going to be ready to go. Um and we'll see how that goes. But anyway, uh, th- here's here's the next note before we move on. Since last Monday, so since July 13th, uh, there have been zero uh, COVID-19 tests that came that come back positive. Uh, so the bubble is obviously working, and you know we were <laughs> we were having fun with this uh, a while back. Uh, We were talking about it in DMs with our guy Kirk and then uh, just me and you talking about it too. But, I mean, just can you imagine that? Can you imagine the NBA and, you know, they're all professionals and they're consulting with all these uh, professional uh, medical people about their... Okay, guys, I'm going to take a moment just to... Uh, tell you that if you hear stuff in the background, it's, there's a tsunami coming through, uh, Seminary, Mississippi right now. <laughs> I tried to just talk through it until the lightning hit and I'm pretty sure y'all hear all this. So just letting you know, we're going to power through this here. Mad if something happens, just carry on, just carry on without me. It'll be all right. I'll do my best. <laughs> but, uh. But anyway, yeah, so the NBA, they put a plan together. They consulted with all the right medical people, got their opinions, and they put together this plan, and wouldn't you know it, it is working. Uh, Who would have thought uh, quarantine and wearing a mask actually works?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then I saw Doc Rivers say that America should adopt the NBA's plan. Right. Which... I mean, I was thinking that the other day. <laughs> I don't know how they could pull that kind of thing off, but... Just like... the, di- I guess the difference is, there's so many dumb people that it would be impossible to do on a national level, obviously. But I'm glad it's working. Um, I think it's going to keep working unless James Harden goes to a strip club.
2: Yes. He leaves the bubble.
0: <laughs> but... Yeah, so... It- I'm really happy it's working, and I, I, it sounded good to me from the beginning. And there was tons of people standing on soapboxes about how dumb they thought it was, and there's too much of a risk, and blah 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 blah. And this is whatever, you know. And I'm just, I'm, I'm not saying I told you so because I wasn't sure it was gonna work. I was just confident it was gonna work. But at least it'll make all those people shut up for a little while. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I. I figured it would it would work, and I mean it's just it's just common sense. You have all these people in one place, and if they're not going anywhere, and if if somebody coming into the bubble tested positive or whatever, you know they're going to quarantine beforehand. If somebody tests positive in the bubble, they're going to have to you know leave and quarantine for a certain amount of time, so they don't spread it to others. And I mean it's just it's a it's a plan that works and like you said if uh you know if america would just adopt this plan just like say for a month or something like even that would help tremendously i don't understand what the what the big deal is with just wearing a mask there's some people that are just so anti mask wearing and it's just like you're just being selfish because you don't want to be inconvenienced just wear a mask it's not
0: (laughs) yeah it's so it's this thing where people, I, they're like, uh, "Oh, my body, my choice. My, you know, it's it's my body. I don't have to wear a mask if I don't want to." It's like, well, this isn't the same thing as like abortion.
2: Yeah, this is. It's this not is so much. It's not hey. Yeah, this is such a more simple issue than that. This is this well, is prote- It's not just about you. It's protecting others. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not your body, your choice. If your choice is going to kill other people,
2: I don't know. I, I I've seen so many people in in my area, and I haven't seen many people, you know, online complaining about it, at least on Twitter and everything. But there's just so many people in my area that uh, they're just they push back on it every chance they get. And I'm thinking this is why you know the last two days Mississippi where I'm I'm here in Mississippi and the last two days we've had the highest number of cases confirmed cases per day than we have this entire time here in the last two, like it was it was the highest the day before and then it was the highest today so I mean obviously not caring about wearing masks and social distancing and all that is not working. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're just going to just keep going the way we're going and it's going to be bad until everybody, you know, gets herd immunity and then it'll start to die down there. But who knows when that'll be, you know? Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm frustrated with the people who are doing that. I'm frustrated that we can't... Uh, i'm frustrated thinking that if we had done this the right way sooner you know we wouldn't be in the situation we're in now we'd probably already be you know at least with the to the nba finals or close to it uh,
0: yeah but. and another thing is like here in dallas there's still places that are definitely not restaurants that are open then there are, like, clubs, and, like, I'll see on people's Instagram stories and stuff that they're, like, at these clubs, like, crowded as hell, and bottles popping in and, yeah. you know, sparklers going off. And I'm just, like, I want to talk to these people and be, like, you are the reason this is still happening. You are the reason that I can't go anywhere. And then I've had dinner at a restaurant, like, twice in the last three months. Yeah, and... <laughs> but- we're, we're probably getting too political we should move on it was
2: so funny I, I sent you a thing earlier today but there's a there's a local bar here or a local bar club uh, people go go out dancing drinking all that well anyway obviously they're feeling the you know the effects of this virus and everything and they sent out a post today and they were just saying like How this was the safest place that you could be, and we're all wearing masks, and we take your temperature at the door. Okay, first thing is, it's not the safest place. There's been a couple of shootings at this place since, like, February. (laughs) Secondly, you know, they they talk about the that they're taking temperatures and wearing masks and all these precautions. And then in the same post, they say, oh, we're also having a buffet so all of you can like come and breathe on the buffet and everything. I'm thinking like, how <laughs> that's the most counterproductive. I just, I don't know. I, it's really frustrating. I'm not going to, I'm going to end my, my soapbox now, but yeah. Uh, anyway, point is the NBA's plan is working. Everybody should do it. And we would be out of this situation a whole lot faster. Um, but anyway. Yeah, it turns out Adam Silver is a pretty smart guy. He is. He's really smart. He's a good dude. And the NBA is glad to have him. I'm glad he's the commissioner. So, um, okay, so moving on. Uh, the Mavs, they're having a ton of fun in the bubble. Uh, they've been fishing a lot. Uh, Luca, he's been making these crazy uh, trick shots in practice. It's like stuff that you'd see on Dude Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. They're playing tennis in the parking lot. What were they playing the other day after practice? Spike ball. Uh, yeah,
0: they were playing golf.
2: Playing golf. You know, the first the first day they were in Orlando, and had to quarantine in their rooms. You had Maxie and Dwight and some of the other guys out of, out of their resort balcony windows. You know, acting as DJs. And they didn't have a crowd, but, you know, (laughs) making funny videos like that. But ever since they got to Orlando, they've just kind of taken over the social media scene. And they're just, like, they're all so lovable. And you can tell they all really like each other. The chemistry is just, like, you know, radiating from them. And, you know, they, they, they look good, too. You know, Luca... He looks like there. There was some talk before the bubble that he had kind of gotten out of shape, but he looks really good to me. Um,
0: that was blown way out of proportion. It was
2: blown way out of proportion. He looks great. It was
0: an inaccurate report, which is unfortunate. Uh, thanks. What was that Barstool? Yeah, I thanks think Barstool. It was. They
2: misinterpreted the trainer's um, words. He was a Slovenian guy.
0: Yeah, and I, and I I've I've spoken to to him a couple of times. That's right. I remember that. Um, since then i mean we just it wasn't anything like i didn't ask him any questions we were just kind of getting to know each other or whatever and i asked him i was like hey you know would you want to do an interview with us blah blah blah, and he was like well the last time i did an interview about this stuff they misinterpreted me (laughs) and they called luca fat (laughs) um, and they called luca fat and out of shape and all this stuff and i was like yeah that's that's understandable um so thanks again for that barstool yes I'm going to try and circle back around to that because he seems like a really nice guy and a really honest guy. Yeah, so all
2: all that was blown out of proportion. Luca looks great. KP looks great. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. too. But the one that stuck out to me, and, you know, we talked about this a while back, uh, or about a week, a little over a week ago, but Dorian Finney-Smith looks like he just spent the entire quarantine time getting in the best shape of his life. You know he looks he looks like he is just ready. I mean he it's not like he was out of shape beforehand or anything. He just looks like cut now. You know what I mean? He he it's like he just spent the entire time in the weight room and running and on a treadmill or something like that. He he looks really good. I'm really excited to see you know how he finishes out this season.
0: Yeah, he looks great. Um, they're definitely going to need him because they don't have a lot of wing depth. Right now. Um,
2: Justin Jackson! <laughs> he is
0: going to... Yeah. I'm not look- I, I, I mean, he. I'll just say Dorian is going to be very important, and I hope he stays healthy. Yeah. I don't want anybody to, to jump on me because I said a bad thing about a, you know, or not even a bad thing, a semi-critical thing <laughs> about a, a, uh, a player who has had some struggles this year documented.
2: Well... All, all I'm going to say is for everyone who left the island, we're going to charge you extra when you come back, when j is, you know, contributing in a playoff game. It's going to be like when Corey Brewer helped the Mavs win that that game against the Lakers in the 2011 playoffs. It's going to be that kind of moment, and all of you are going to be wanting to come back to the island, and it's going to be two times the price, so... Just getting y'all prepared for it. <clears throat> no, it's it's not two times the price. <laughs> they don't get to come back. <laughs> well, I, th- you know what? That's a little bit sh- more strict than what I would have been, but you know what? I'm with it. Let's do it. Yeah,
0: I'm not allowed back. We're going to block off the it all I, I I I moved to another island, <laughs> and I understand I'm not going to be allowed back. I hope he does really well, but I've accepted my fate off of, off of the island, and it's fine. I'm prepared to accept it. <laughs> Everyone else needs to too.
2: Well, as far as as far as all the Mavs having you know a ton of fun and you know you don't have to look at you, all, it doesn't take you long to realize okay these guys they have some really good chemistry and uh, they're all really good dudes and they've really bought into you know what the organization is wanting to do as a whole and I mean that can only mean good things going forward because you've got 22 teams they're all there in one spot uh you know you know they're probably seeing each other in between practices or you know walking one place to the other and everything in my opinion this gives the other teams a, a more up close and personal look i wrote a article about this on uh dallasbasketball.com published earlier today but it's giving all these other teams all these other potential trade and free agency uh, prospects for the Mavs going forward it's giving those guys an up close and personal look at the the tight-knit culture that the Mavs have Um, you know Mark Cuban Donnie Nelson they pride themselves on you know making that kind of family atmosphere within the Mavs and uh, I won't, I won't dive all the way into that piece I wrote, but I will say this, you know, that that family, that tight knit family culture I talk about, sometimes it can go a little bit too far, um, uh, in some fans' minds, like, you know, with Wes Matthews, he signed a four year, $70 million deal, and I, I want to say that was the max for him at the time. Um. Uh, And, you know, the Mavs just, they had so many opportunities to trade him, and they just held on to him until the very bitter end. And, you know, it turned into something good, of course, really good. But there were some times there where it's just like, man, are they just being like overly loyal or what's going on here? So sometimes it can be frustrating, but I really think now that they have a good team, that they don't that they can pitch more than just the culture. It's like, okay, look, we have a really good basketball culture here. It's uh everybody likes each other. We're like a big family, but hey, we're also really good at basketball now too. And I think that's going to help them going forward. Pitching it's not going to just fall on deaf ears anymore. They have more substance to their pitches now. And I'm not saying that they're going to, you know, convince Giannis to come to Dallas if he ever makes it to free agency but it, you can you can make the same case for anybody that they want to you know chase after so I think it, it can only be a good thing what do you think
0: yeah um I mean you're right it, it has bit them in the butt a couple times um you know the the whole Wes Matthews thing and Maybe holding on to a couple other guys a little bit too long, but um, at this point, it can only it can only get better. Um, you know, with them being there. You also wrote a piece about this a little while back about um, the ability to recruit in the bubble and people getting an up close look at, at that kind of stuff in the bubble. Um, being around Luca and KP, who are two pretty likable guys, and and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean it's it's about the best situation possible, and um, hopefully it'll work out for him. Maybe not this summer, or, but next summer, who knows? We'll see how it goes. But well, and you it's, know, uh, it's a good thing.
2: Another thing that 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 makes me really excited, really optimistic about the Mavs going into, like you said, not necessarily this summer, even though I think they could make a couple trades. Uh, but going into next summer. You know they're gonna have close, depending on what happens with the cap space after all this, you know coronavirus stuff. But let's say it, let's say it stays where it was gonna be next summer anyway. Uh, The Mavs are gonna already have close to a max slot. Uh, If something changes, it'll be a little bit less than that. They may have to, you know, do a salary dump. But if they can make a good playoff run now or next year with the roster that they have, that's going to be a really, really good situation to pitch to guys like Giannis or, you know, whoever else. I haven't looked at the free agency list uh, for 2021 yet, but, you know, whoever they want to, you know, pitch to, it's going to be a good situation because you're already going to have a good team, a good playoff team. If they're able to advance in the playoffs, uh, you know, you've got depth. You've got a good starting five with, you know, whoever you're going to upgrade to try and recruit. But, you know, all you'd have to do is maybe salary dump a guy like DeLon Wright, who, you know, there was a little bit of controversy with him and his brother earlier this season. You know, he maybe he doesn't necessarily want to be there if he doesn't have a bigger role. But anyway, my point is, they're gonna have a good starting five, they're gonna have good depth, and they'll be able to add a star without gutting their depth. And then you've got a guy like Luca who's, you know, twenty one, already gonna be a you know, all NBA first team guy, and then you got KP who's probably what would you say, top twenty five in the league, maybe? Uh sure, yeah. Too high maybe? I don't know. Anyway, he's definitely top forty. Yeah. So I, I, I think it. I think it's going to be a great situation for them uh, going into the next off season because especially if they if they don't do anything now and they just make some minor upgrades this upcoming uh, off season, they'll be able to add a big player without gutting depth, and that's hard to do. You know, it's hard to make a super team these days without. Completely gutting your death but that's one of the perks to having an all NBA talent on a rookie deal like the Mavs do with Luca. So MVP talent, MVP talent, yeah. On <laughs> on a rookie deal, and he's still got two more years of it, so that's great.
0: Well, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was, uh, you know, our, our Brienne Morantis, who does a really good job for us, you know, writing articles and doing videos yes. and stuff. Um, she uh. She wrote something about the Mavs uh, and their odds in the bubble, um, and you know I'll, I'll let you explain it a little bit more. But I mean, the it,
2: I think it was yeah four the and over half, the over under and uh, Brie, she does a great job uh, for us. I mean the all the videos are awesome and she writes good stuff too. But yeah, the the over under for the Mavs the official over under is at four point five wins and. In my opinion, I mean, obviously, I think that's a little bit too low. That's that's they're saying they've they might go five and three. Uh, I predicted pre- predicted them to go uh, six and two a few weeks ago. Uh, so they're thinking maybe four and four or five and three. I, I I think that's a little bit too low. I could see five and three, but I, I definitely think they'll be over five hundred. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> I'm more on the five and three train. Um, those games against the the Clippers and Bucks are going to be really tough, um, you know. And obviously, they have the Rockets and they have the the Jazz in there too. But they do have Phoenix twice, and um, so overall, it, it's it's a pretty pretty even schedule, um, and and just based on. You know them being pretty much healthy, and no, they're not banged up. They're not, you know, they're not tired any yeah. of that stuff. I really do think they have a good chance to get over that mark. In fact, I might go place a bet on it after we're done with this. I feel. I was pretty about good to say, about I,
2: I definitely take the over on this particular one. <laughs> I feel, I feel pretty confident about the over. So definitely go do that. Um, but yeah, I, you know the. When they played the but the only time they played the Bucks earlier this season, they completely blew them off, you know, their own home floor in Milwaukee, and Luca didn't even play. And the Bucks, you know, they made a little bit of a run at the very end, you know, it, it wasn't enough, obviously. But uh, KP was amazing. They ended up winning without Luca, so I'm really interested to see how a fully healthy Mavs team will play against the Bucks. Uh, on a neutral floor the last time we saw the Mavs play a team on a neutral site was when they were in uh Mexico and played uh the Detroit Pistons and we all know how that went so obviously the the Clippers and the Bucks (laughs) they're not the Pistons but you know I I feel like it'll be kind of that same those same vibes going on there um and then, as far as the Clippers go, I I share your concern there. I, that's going to be very hard. Uh, the Mavs have played them healthy, well, sort of. Luca he was still kind of recovering from an ankle deal, but uh, you know, I Kawhi Leonard's a beast. Paul George they uh, the Clippers played a scrimmage today, and he looked like he hadn't even skipped a beat. So. That's going to be a tough matchup. I saw Patrick Beverly had to leave the bubble today for personal reasons, so I don't know what's going on there. But, I mean, I don't know. That's another thing to keep an eye on. You know, it's uh, you have a, tuple of, a couple of tough opponents in there, but, I mean, you never know. People might have to leave for personal reasons. Uh, if people, you know, hopefully not, but if people get sick, they'll have to leave the bubble in quarantine. So there's a lot of factors in there, but... I think I'd definitely take the over. You should definitely go make that bet, <clears throat> but yeah, for sure, I but agree. other than that guys that's that's gonna do it for this week. uh like we both said earlier we're we're super excited to finally have Mav's basketball back. It'll be great to see them scrimmage against the Lakers tomorrow. uh they had a couple of really fun games against the Lakers already this season. They should have split the season series uh if it wasn't for a, you know a no-call on Dwight Howard holding uh, Seth Curry. But anyway, you know, we're not going to get into that. (laughs) But definitely go like, uh, share, and subscribe on all your favorite platforms, guys. We really appreciate all the support you give us week in and week out. Uh, For all of you who stayed with us, you know, through the the quarantine stuff when we took a little bit of a break, you know, we got back doing this, and you guys have come back and just listening like nothing ever happened, so... Really appreciate all the support. Uh, Definitely go check out our YouTube page. We're going to start doing more uh, Zoom videos when we have guests, and we're going to post it on there. So be sure to go subscribe there. Uh, First thousand subscribers on our YouTube channel will be entered for a chance to win two Mavs tickets to the game of your choice once they, you know, get back to normal and have fans attending games again. So uh, definitely go do that. Matt, anything else? Uh, well, the next time you guys hear
0: from me, I'll be living in a new city, so, Houston. Um, yeah, <laughs> it won't, I'm looking forward to it. It won't um, be bad. No, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I have a bunch of friends down there, so, um, and I can be a spy in the enemy camp, yes. so to speak. yeah So it'll be fun. Um, we might jump on maybe after the game tomorrow, after the scrimmage, depending on how we feel. Yeah and how late it gets, but, um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's it.
2: Yeah, and, uh, I mean, just one more note here before we before we sign off, but uh, we've been kind of playing around with some uh, T-shirt ideas, and I told Matt the other day, uh, go to at StepBackMavs on Twitter and look at the recent uh, screenshots that I posted of a couple different designs. If you guys are interested in them, And you want to, you know, if I get a certain number of commitments for these shirts, you know, I'll order these and uh, I'll get everybody who wants one. I'll get them one. Just let me know, you know, what what color you like and what size you are and all that. And, you know, we can talk price and everything. But if I can get, you know, a handful of people to commit to them, we'll go ahead and buy them. But uh, I'm going to just wait and see what you guys think. So other than that, that's it. Uh, We appreciate it. And like Matt said, we may see you tomorrow. If not, we will see you early next week. So y'all have a good rest of the week.
1: Take a step back, reminiscing about the old days When I hooped outside with my friends and drunk that old chain. Crossover doing step backs in a pair of chains. These days I'm about my chips like a bag of Lays I ain't lying when I tell you people ain't the same How you real when you say your soul for the fame do anything for a dollar, I'ma stay patient cause I know God promised me a lot Looked up the Dirk and MJ instead of Blue Collar Excited at the idea of being a true baller Riding in the Benz of Copper and Paula Feeling like I made it, now they trying to holler This how we thinking life's supposed to be Media keeping all my friends close to me Feeding me all the lies and propaganda in my eyes I've been here forever, they thinking that I just arrived and I step back and go marvel at it I treat this rap game like it's target practice And I ain't even got to aim in my seeing headshots just for saying my name? Now I'm 18, they say I'm acting different Labels call my phone, but I'm lacking interest Ain't talked to my friends in a while Ain't smiled like this in a while I'm out. Take a step back, reminisce about the old days When I hooped outside with my friends and drunk that OJ. Crossover doing step backs in a pair of J's These days I'm about my chips like a bag of Lay's I ain't lying when I tell you people ain't the same How you real when you say your soul for the fame Do anything for a dollar I'ma stay patient cause I know God promised me a lot Remember when we used to wish to be grown Until we got out on our own, for real (laughs) Not a ball in my cart If I don't shoot my shot, the people sending me me home took a step back, so I've been, I've been reminiscing. Parents told the truth, wishing that we listened. That we listened. But life is the best teacher. All this jibba-jabba, homie, I'ma keep it authentic. All these people criticized, and now one of them did it. All our parents had dreams, and now one of them lived it. Soon as you look up, man, time to pass you by. I'm just 19, in the minute I'll be 50. Learn from the past and apply it to the present. We all got a gift, and I treat mine like a present. Oh my God, I swear I'm preaching like a reverend. To the day I die, they never give me my credit. Take a step back, reminiscing about the old days. When I hooped outside with my friends and drunk that old chain. Crossover doing step backs in a pair of jeans. These days I'm buy my chips like a bag of legs. I ain't lying when I tell you people ain't the same. How you real when you say your soul for the fame? Do anything for a dollar. I'ma stay patient cause I know God promised me a lot of So